Welcome to Both Down, episode number 57, the number one Blood Bowl podcast on the island of Tabasco. I'm Steve Kilowunky. And I am Scott Prime. Tabasco? Tabasco, yeah. It's a little tiny island off like the northern east coast of Lustria. Didn't we have the Tabasco Hellcats? Yes, there was a team called the Tabasco Hellcats. Okay. It has a Z in it somewhere. Where the S would be, I'm assuming, yeah. not where the O is. Yeah. Okay. Well, how's it going? It's doing great. How you doing? Doing fine. <clears throat> Anything? I mean, it's this is a short uh, time between podcasts for us. So has anything really gone on? Short time? What do you mean? We're actually recording back to our normal schedule? Kind of. We're actually getting ahead. Because <laughs> We're trying we got, to get caught up? <laughs> well, we have the holiday weekend, which it is currently, and then we're heading out to Iowa for Three Die Brawl. Yeah, very soon. I'm very excited about that. I, you know, I thought maybe we should talk about that on the episode, but I haven't really decided what team I'm taking yet. So yeah. we'll talk about that next episode. I'm taking Underworld, so that'll yeah. be my 24 out of 24. Ooh, no, 24 and 25. But your 24th team, right? It is. It completes the 24, but I did it in 25. Well, so, I mean, that's fine. That's cool. No, there's only. Four people in the world can be like me or those other Australians who do it in 24 tournaments. Right. I could have. I just didn't think about it before I decided to take plan, Dark Elves so. twice. Yeah. Well, it's still cool that you're doing it. Yeah. It'll be cool. And then what, what are you going to play all the time after that? That is the question. I do not know. <laughs> I'll probably play some Norse. I like Norse. I like Dark Elves. I might just go based on themes for tournaments. This is actually is a milestone tournament for me, too, because I'm going to be playing uh, Team 31 out of 31 <laughs> in Scott Prime World. Right. Where I take extra teams from the fluff and adapt them to current team rules, but apply strange, crazy rule sets in my own brain that I cannot look past or ignore. Okay. So, yeah. Right, so you're playing... So I'm playing the Dark Mountain Spiders, which in the fluff is the team that like had the record at uh, most players on a roster because it had thousands of spiders. And they ha- they were known for not having a great passing game. So I'm either going to – I talked about this <clears throat> probably a year or two ago uh, on one of the forums. And some people – I was like, what race, if you had to have spiders but you couldn't create a new race, what would they feel like? And I originally said vampires. Yeah. Because the hypnotic gaze could be them webbing you up. Right. And spiders are known for eating other spiders. That's what I would think, yeah. So they could go attack the thralls. And somebody suggested um, Amazons because they can't take a big pounding hit, but they're hard to hit. So all that built-in dodge. Yeah. So I have two rosters currently. Uh, Neither roster has, obviously, throwers or catchers on it. I think they should all be snotlings. (laughs) <laughs> well, just one hundred percent all snotlings. They could, but I've done that before. And, and sixteen characters. Okay, well, and actually, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to do that. If you talk to Drew, he might let you have more than sixteen to fit the fluff. If they're all <laughs> snotlings, that, that would be pretty awesome. I, I don't. God, how many snotlings can you fit on a million one roster? <laughs> quite a quite a lot. How many, how much five per hundred. So they're twenty. Oh, that's true. So five per hundred. So, so fifty. 60. No, 50. 50. 5 per 100. Right, 55. Oh, at this tournament, we yeah. could do... We can go 1.1. 1. 1. So uh, 55, 55 spiders. Yeah. I think uh, Drew will let you do that. I'm not doing that. Come on. No, I did that at Chaos Cup. Screw you. Uh, so I'm going 
one of those ways, I'm either going to do the Amazon build with no throwers, not many blitzers, and mostly yeah. line women to represent the spiders and run with Roxana and maybe mm-hmm. Willow Rosebark, so stars and spiders. Because I don't know, in my head, I see this, I see this artwork of uh, drawn by Pete Nifton, who where Dark Santa, uh, Dark Nail is like glorious there and coming out of this cave, and then you see all these spiders crawling out, and they're like on her team with little and, football helmets on them. Not, not necessarily, <laughs> but sure, why not? Little shoulder pads, and then maybe like the spiders crawling all over Willow Rosebark and stuff. I just see this, I don't know, second edition art thing pops. You're in You're just my trying head. to justify using stars. And there's a little of that. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, if any girl was going to hang out with spiders, it'd be Willow and uh, Roxana. I have nothing to dispute that. Right. So if, not, with it. if not, I'm going to go with three vampire spiders and the rest are all spiders. Which is probably what I'm leaning towards anyways. Because there's a... Yeah. Kind of... It's been a while since I played vampires. Here, here we are having a segment without having a segment. Uh, <laughs> I've kind of... Had a good run with the vampire team in that one tournament. Yeah. And there's a small smidgen of me that like, oh, I finally have a good ranking with a team. I'm not going to touch <laughs> them again. And if I just play them and get this out of the way, then I can just move on with life. Right. I try not to be the guy that looks at the ratings, but there's a little yeah. competitiveness still in me that kind of looks at the ratings. I, I'm ha- you know, I'm happy when I do good. and Right. So, so I'm probably leaning towards the vampires. Plus, vampires probably will not show up at Three Die Brawl because it's not a tournament. I just don't see vampires showing up, so okay. I'll have a different team. I don't like repeating teams, right? I know I'm weird about that, but anyways. So uh, no, that's it. Okay, but I'm I'm definitely looking forward to going to. I don't know if it's being off work more or going to the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of both. I, I've been itching to kind of do a little road trip and yeah, you know, it was a fun road trip. Get out just. Hit the road and enjoy some time with some friends. Right. So, yeah. Good stuff. I think other than that, um, we did our pirate thing, but that's about it. We started playing Pod Bowl, but we'll get into that on Thursday. Sure. Segment. You want me to go over the segment? Yeah, just go ahead and go over what <clears throat> we're doing this month. So, in the first segment, we're going to actually talk, not necessarily about the the end result of Pirate Bowl, but like how we thought our pirate teams did. Right, because we did play our pirate game. And and the rule set, so we'll talk about that in the first segment. In the second segment, we have a very special guest, uh, Johnny Bull from uh, Double Skulls. You might know him from that podcast. Never heard of him. Never heard of that podcast? No. It's just a gaming podcast. No way. (laughs) Is that a Blood Bowl or... No, I think it's a European, uh, UK know, Blood Bowl podcast. Some podcast changed. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways, he's from uh, Double Skulls, and uh, he's also the founder of J-Bone Industries' uh, Frogman team that is currently on Indiegogo. Uh, we'll talk more about that with him. And then for the final segment, we will talk about Pod Bowl cool. and all the ramblings and happenings and happenings or whatever. Also known as Both Down Goes to Fumble. And fumble can go fumble itself. <laughs> Let's save all the cussing and fumble for <laughs> segment three. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this up and come back with segment one. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com.
welcome back. And if you hadn't listened to was it last episode, two episodes ago. Uh, for what? The when we talked about pirate teams. It was the last episode, I okay. believe. So we talked about making our pirate teams, which it, we did. It might have been two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Welcome to our living room where we really don't remember much about what we did last week. It's just like real life. We don't know what we do half the time. But we talked about, in talking about them, we decided that we were going to play. And we did end up playing on a boat with our pirate teams. Yes. And I ate Long John Silver's, which was a horrible decision. I am so glad I wasn't hungry at the moment to eat with you. Because I was all set for eating some Long John's, even though I knew I'd regret it. I, I got us pirate hats. The pirate hats were awesome. So yes. if you're not a friends with us on Facebook, you need to be friends with us on Facebook or go to the Boat Down page or and see us with pirate hats. Someone remind Scott, when you're listening to this, to set his privacy to public so I can actually repost his pictures on Boat Down. Oh, is that what I need to do? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know I could do yeah. that. How do you do that? Um, some setting on Facebook. Should I do Which it you now? can do later. You oh. don't need to do it now. Okay. You're awful mean. I know. I'm All a right. pirate. <laughs> so uh, we had some fun. We renamed our pirate teams into We actually made them teams. into teams. <laughs> I had the Primesburg Pirates. And I had the Campbell Bay Buccaneers. So we are not going, if you have not listened to Pirate Bowl yet. Um, we did it? record it. We recorded us playing the whole game. So if you want to know who wins, you'll have to go there. If you want to hear us cursing about it, you can also go there. <laughs> um, but we'll, since we did play, we kind of will talk about our thoughts about the teams, how they played, playing on a boat, using those rules, and all of that. Okay. So do we want to start with my team first? Sure. Yeah, let's go ahead and recap the teams. Okay. So on my team, I had the two quartermasters. Uh, they were movement seven, strength three, edge three, armor eight. They had block, stab, thick skull. And they were priced for one twenty. I had two riggers, which normally you can get zero to four, uh, but I had two of them. Six, three, three, eight. They had nerves of steel, pro, and jump up, and those were costed at one hundred. And then we had mates, the zero sixteen positional. That was six, three, three, seven. So just like a thrall for forty k. I had a powder monkey. Uh, he's uh, like a small child who throws the bombs or whatever. Um, he's zero to one. Secret weapon. Uh, stunty bombardier sneaky get his stats were five two three six he was 50k and then the sea swab uh four five one nine claw tentacles stupidity thick skull regeneration and loner and if you don't know stupidity is really stupid oh that's right that's uh <laughs> stupidity is from second edition folks so sorry about that and then um i had two re-rolls at 70k each so this was uh one million Team. Yeah, we just went, went for one million. Uh, I had my quartermaster, which was five four two nine, with leader stand firm and juggernaut at one twenty. And you could only get one of yours, right? And I had it's a zero to one position for the bosun as well, which is seven three three eight. He had pro wrestle stab and a hundred thousand. You could take up to two, and I did rookers, which are seven two three nine. Dodge, sidestep, and jump up. And then I had a zero to two position gunner. I took both. There was six three three seven with nerves of steel. There was seventy. 
And then my mates were 6338 for 50. And I had 11 players, two rerolls, one fan factor. And that's pretty much it. So, um, what did you think overall about your team? Did it function like you thought it would? No. My team, I realized when I made it, I was going off of what I thought the positions should be and not so much how to make them into a functional team. Because when I set up, I didn't know what the hell to do for setup, like <laughs> at all. Because I have two gunners, they have nerves of steel. Okay, well, they're not fast and they have low armor. So they suck completely. Because what are they going to be? Like, overall, later on, they could be my passing guys, which is, you know, my idea initially. But, yeah, they're just okay. And then my riggers with seven movement, two strength, three agility, nine armor. Those should be my runners. But they have two strength, which I don't like. They don't get hurt. Like, you complained a lot about that, but they didn't really get hit that much either. So I don't think that came into play too much. But I just I just didn't know what to do with them. It was not my style, I guess. Okay. How about you? Um, reviewing your team or my team? Your team. Okay. Reviewing my team, I actually, I think I didn't like the Powder Monkey. So if <laughs> we weren't... Okay, if, if you we haven't listened, if you want to not be spoiled... Listen to the other podcast where we talked about, we played the game first, and then listen to this. Otherwise, we're going to spoil some shit. Um, I just don't like the Powder Monkey simply because he's a secret weapon. And on, he got hurt fast. Well, he did get <laughs> hurt fast, but he was on a one million you know, build. Mm-hmm. Of course, we wanted to play test all the different positionals. Yeah. So if this was in the books, I would not have bought him right away. For the record. Right. You see what I'm saying? I yeah. would have bought probably a uh, another mate and just not worried about him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, know, he would be a good position just to put by the cannon. Like, if you could get him Hail Mary Pass, no, just no, be no. annoying as heck. Exactly. I'm just saying I wouldn't have bought him right, right. away. So I, I agree. I, w- I was worried about him from the very beginning. Um, honestly, I think my team was... Fairly simple. I mean, the quartermasters yeah. are there. They're kind of like your human blitzers or your whites for an undead team. Your riggers are there f- to pick up the ball, grab the ball. Yours is much more functional. Uh, the mates are just playing guys. You have the big, you have the powder monkey who's a little bit of chaotic, you know. And then you have the the big guy, you know, claws, yeah. tentacles, really stupid. Uh, Yours is like a modified, simpler human team, right? And at times. They felt like that. Yeah. Because where your mates had eight armor and mine had seven, while I had better luck recovering from injuries, mm-hmm. meaning KOs and stuff like that. I did that, end up knocking out more of your guys than you did mine, obviously. It, it was the ship helped. It was, it was painful. You know what I'm saying? It was, they just felt like they were getting hurt more than your team was. Yeah. Um, I really have no major complaints on my team. I don't know what I would change. I really don't know if you need a pirate team, you know. No, of course we don't. We, but. we both go at this at different angles. I would care less about making new races. I would say take the races in the books and yeah. adapt them. And tomorrow, if they came out and said we're going to make uh, two new teams a year, mm-hmm. you're probably down for that. Honestly, I would be. Yeah, easily. So we both take different perspectives mm-hmm. on this, and I don't know. My team was very, yeah, like you said, a modified human team or whatever. Everybody had their roles. 
which was my thinking going into it. And yeah, see, I think you went with roles on the pitch and then made the players into that, how you wanted them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I read up on what the characters were and tried to make something that fit that. Yeah. Like, my bosun is a fine position, 7338, pro, wrestle, and stab. So he's like my one blitzer, which is good. But yeah, he's just he's, he's not that great. He's <laughs> right. fine. The movement's nice. I'll tell you what, your quartermaster was a big pain in the butt. Yes. My quartermaster was awesome. And I expected in our game for my C-Swab to be a big pain in your butt. But if you listen to <laughs> Pirate Ball, you know that there was at least a series of turns where I was Yeah, those three stupidity. in a row that you're... Got really stupid. I got really stupid. So that didn't help. I mean, yeah, my guy is functional the whole time. Right. And that makes a big difference. The leader is really helpful because it gives me the extra reroll. And just having stand firm. And as part of the problem is he has Juggernaut. So with Juggernaut and the more strength, I don't want to blitz like with the bosun. Right. The bosun I use kind of, I should be using as my my back end guy, like if someone breaks free, I've got more movement. I can take him down with wrestle, or if need be, I can just stab him. But yeah, just right. But, you did. You blitz just, most of the time with your four strength. Absolutely, guy, I would. Yeah, which was in some ways better because I knew I had a chance that you would eat your re rolls if you rolled. You know, push both that, or I mean, both down skull versus the other guy who would take me down on the wrestle. Does that make sense? Well, I wouldn't. Use, I had Juggernaut, so I wouldn't. But Juggernaut only works. I I wouldn't push you down, but right. I could turn it into a push. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, but you, you said I did saying. do that if a couple needed, of times. If you right. needed a guy down, yes. and there was a few moments, I, if I remember correctly, you needed a guy down and yeah. chose to reroll. Um, I did not like, and at the time, and maybe it still does. I don't know. I know your guys have two strength. Yeah, they have only three agility, but sidestep, jump up. And nine armor, if those guys skill up. Oh, yeah, just, they could be amazing. Just think of a, a human catcher with nine armor and getting block and some other things right. added no, to No, I him. agree. So those and guys, I think, would with, be unbalanced. With their skill category, I made it to where the only single skill they can get is agility. Okay. So they're kind of like a stunty. You know, they can't get just block straight off. Okay. That, so I didn't it makes know that, it a little so. bit tougher because you don't get dodge. I mean, you have dodge, but... The, you know, what do you get? Sprint, you get, you know, sure feet. That's fine. But no block. If they do get it, they're amazing. But well, I don't still, I think nine armors may be too much, but that's just it me. It might be, but and like I said, it fit in my head what I wanted them to be. Sure. I wanted them to go down and be able to come back up and be fine. Well, honestly, too, if you're designing a team, that is something different that hasn't been done. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought with the, giving them the agility access, they could take diving tackle and not get hurt by it as much. Because if you take someone with diving tackle, they're going to go down. If they're annoying, you just foul them. Right. They're gone if they have seven arms. So how much do those guys cost you? 110 Okay. Well, maybe maybe that's... They are expensive. They're, and you can only get two of them. Right. But it was just... It was really frustrating if you employ the strategy of like, okay, this guy... This war dancer is a pain in the butt. If mm-hmm. I do knock him down, maybe I can hurt him, get him out of the game. Yes, absolutely. And I couldn't hurt him. Yeah. So. No, I do get that. And like, I would I would really be interested in seeing them play tested more and just see how they work. Pretty much everything else. I don't think the gunners are worth it. I did kind of, 
I did this like when I was making the skills. Like the quartermaster and the bosun, they get single strength. Everything else is double. Then the riggers, agility single, everything else double. Gunner, passing was single, everything else was double. Hmm. Then the mate was general, everything else was double. So you also so went I, in that mindset of this is your single path unless right. you roll really This different. is what their skills are because this is their position. And I used that kind of, like I said, thematically, they shouldn't be going out of their area or expertise to do stuff. I got you. So I don't know if that really works. Like I said, in a one-off game, it didn't really feel that great. If this was done in a season, I could see them getting really good mm-hmm. with a lot more skills. Sure, I get that. So let's talk about the playing on the, the boat. on the ship. What'd you think? I liked it. Uh, we had three masts, one directly in the center, which hey. is really weird. Now, we did not set up the field. Right. Um, we had Alan. Alan made up the little components, and he told us where to place them. Um, and if you listened to the previous time we talked about pirates, I left off the rules for the hold. The hold, I guess in ours, we had a four, a two-by-two two grid, so it's mm. four squares. But for the hold... There are people underneath that are trying to screw with you. So if the ball's on there, it's minus one to pick up because they're trying to grab it and mess with you. And if you're prone or down, then the people from the galley or underneath can foul you for free. It does take your foul for the turn, but nobody can be thrown out. So and, and if your guys are next to him, it does not add to the assist because it's right. not your guys fouling him. And that's what – I mean, it doesn't state that in the rules, but it doesn't say that you can, so I assume. Oh, okay. The rules could be better done, and I think just by playing, we noticed a few times where we wanted a little bit of clarification, but they're not bad. Well, that's a lot of those old rules from yeah. the magazines and oh, stuff absolutely. like that. So. <clears throat> But the it, cannons it, were kind of cool, I guess, <laughs> if we had used them. We tried to use them. Uh, two out of three times, they blew the fuck up. <laughs> um, the, but in some ways, the cannon had... it was It's like the worst and best case scenario in Blood Bowl where... Mm-hmm. you know I, That's my sell on... Besides the game, I'm like, well, what's great about this game is you play some games and it's impossible to beat this deck or that deck or, yeah. or this mechanic. But in Blood Bowl... A one is always bad, and a six is always good. So one exactly. out of six chance, you can do the greatest thing in the game. And same thing with the cannons. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like super bad, super good, and nothing really great in the middle. So nope. it's feast or famine, but they're cannons, and you don't want those to be over overpowered. Overpowered. Yeah. Um, the The holds... Or whatever you were calling mm-hmm. them, the grates where yeah, the people the were poking through. I thought those were neat. I like those. Um, having the masts on the ship, and especially when the boat would tip. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Because if the boat tipped either direction from a big wave, you're, everybody moved two spaces. And if you moved into the, a mast, you didn't move any further. That really changed setup on the line. Or a cannon. Yeah, it, it did. With... The big guy, because like I wanted to set up my big guy here. Oh, you know, yeah, we're so it, used to a having shift. a symmetrical thing, but when you got that, the stupid mast in the center of the line of scrimmage, 
And you're just like, well, do I go one direction or the other, really? Right. So Would I put four people on the line? And yeah, Mr. Symmetrical Me. It, it really bugged me, but yeah, I dealt with it. It was fun. It was different. Um, I <laughs> I like different stuff like that. Yeah. At least for a short term. Like if we, in our in our league, if we had a little tournament that had those rules, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. Okay, so let's compare this wave mechanic to the Buccaneer Bowl mechanic. So this one, you rolled a D8. If it matched the turn number, then a wave happened. You rolled a D6. One would go north, six would go south, two, three, east, or west, whatever. Uh-huh. So those is only the four directions. Right. And then you went two. Whereas on Buccaneer Bowl, same thing would instigate it, right? Was it the turn no, number? No, it was... Um... Was, it was a D6 every turn. It was a D6, and I think it was either a 5 or 6, I, right. I believe. So, and then you went one space, D, uh, a D8. And that one, the ball did not move. In this one, the ball did. So, in saying that, um, it seemed there was more waves at Buccaneer Bowl. Right. They weren't Obviously. as brutal because you only moved one space. Mm-hmm. It was different because you had the D8. And it came in big. I mean, the ball not moving was, was a huge. big deal. Right. Um, just to be different, I like the ball not moving. Because yeah. while it changes the landscape of the field, it and it burnt me more times than it helped me at Buccaneer Bowl. It helped me. Um, you know, it moved pe- my people away from the ball. But I still like that mechanic mm-hmm. of it staying. Um but it was also kind of fun the first time we hit the wave in Pirate. And um, when we played Pirate Bowl, we went two spaces. Yeah. And playing the sidelines then became a lot more difficult. It, it really did. And people went off. We had a turn where <laughs> three people went off. Yeah, it was um, yeah, it was way different. Um, I'm fine either way. Yeah. I mean, it's the same rules for everybody. So I don't, I don't care either way. No preference on it. Um. Just prefer the ball stay where it was. I prefer the ball just because that that really just makes it different. Yeah. What could if you by luck? Because it does change the dynamic. By of, luck, if you if you have a scrum and it pushes away, you know that's just part of the game. Right. And if by luck the scrum pushes through to the ball, it helps too. Um, I agree. I but like that. It's the same for either person either way. So yeah. I don't care. Okay. It was a fun variant after playing Buccaneer Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um. The cannons, I don't know how often I'd really use them in a real game because there's a lot of bad stuff that can happen. And um, yeah, I used them because we were playing Pirate Bowl. Yeah, I used it and my guy immediately got hurt. The <laughs> cannon blew up. Just like one turn. <laughs> damn it. But, but when you were, you know, about to score, uh, who knows what happened. But that was one of my strategies. It's like, I'm not sure if oh. I can get to you, but I can get to that cannon. Sure. And, and were, if you don't get to that cannon. And when you broke away, too, there was I had my guy over there, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I can try to shoot him. And yeah, it's always a nice last You have a effort. one out of six chance of hitting the guy you yeah. want. So, I mean, gives you a, it's like a Hail Mary, Hail Mary bomb that will work mm-hmm. if you roll the six. So, yeah, it was interesting. And I would... If somebody in our league wanted to maybe run like a preseason tournament, small little event with this, I kind of would like okay to play it. it more because, like I said, you know, we didn't even mention the fact that we only had 
you know, it wasn't as many kickoffs as we'd like, put it that way. No. We didn't get a change of weather or anything. We had rain the whole time, which is interesting. That's true. Yeah, we had the bad weather. That, But <laughs> we didn't get to play more. So, I mean, maybe Alan will go ahead and finish the pirate board and we can do that for a preseason tournament or something. Maybe we should create a new tournament and use these rules and nobody would show up except us. Well, people will show up. And then we can finish first and second again. Sweet. Since other podcasts can't do that. That's true. <laughs> we still remain the only one to do it twice. That's true. And who came out on top both times? Oh, you're definitely a top. Oh, I am a top. <laughs> this is no doubt. You usually play the better teams, so you can... You were the little... <laughs> really, Amazons versus vampires? <laughs> that Am- is a better team. <laughs> I was trying yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true. Yeah, whatever. Still seven armor. <laughs> you had higher armor on some of your people. And then you crutched the war dancers on the other one. Oh, man. And I, I crutched Jordell on that one. <laughs> that was That's all, right. that was all him. <laughs> man, I was going through my teams, and I just happened to pull out my Amazon team. I was like, oh, I should paint the coach. Because I got the coach and the two cheerleader models a while back. And I'm like, I should paint. And then I looked at the rest of the team, and I'm like, I should pay someone to repaint these. <laughs> you painted those, didn't you? <laughs> these look horrible. Yeah. <laughs> It was like one of my first teams. And I was so proud of it. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh, my God. Does it look like a child did it? Kind of. <laughs> Have you looked at your orc team? Is it worse or better? I, I don't want to look. I don't want to look at any team I painted anymore. <laughs> I'm proud of them at the moment. I'm like, I finished team. And then I go back and I'm like, oh, I've seen what real people can do. It's not good. <laughs> All right. Well, are we wrapped up on this pirate stuff? I believe we are. Okay. Um, overall... I think again, my team was better. Your team functioned better. I think my team fit the fluff better, and I think sure, I, I agree with that. If if we did a season with these teams, I think mine would be like if we got equal number of skills and everything. I think mine would be more annoying than yours. Oh, de- most definitely. But I really don't like the gunner position. But, I mean, they're my passers, so I'm fine with that. Your survival rate on your team, I mean, you only have two guys in your whole team with seven armor. That's true. Whereas <laughs> I only have I only have five positions that have eight or above. Right. Um, well, on this roster. So if I got the full rigor roster, I would have six positionals with eight or more. So Yeah. But whatever. I can see that. Okay, but it was fun. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. Unless we talk to Andy, and maybe he'll put this in. It's both that approved. Pirates. I don't even know if I'd want For the next edition. Only if it came with these names. I really like Campbell Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) I'd probably be using that again. Honestly, I'd be really bad if this is the one idea he liked that we had. Oh, God. And he'd be like, I'm going to add it. No, it's 100% (laughs) in. It's like... Can we try a different thing? Like something else? I mean, maybe like desert dwarves that have like this worm creature from yeah. Dune. And no, 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 no. no. I love your pirates. Everybody loves pirates. Do you have a ninja team? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, they're just like dark elves, but with two extra assassins and no witch elves. Awesome. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> God, that'd be terrible. Uh. You wonder if somewhere along the line that some idea that somebody didn't want. Stuck and they're like, no, it's good. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, Jervis, I was kind of joking <laughs> about that. No, no, I really, no, it's fine. I really love it. I really love it. a guy who's obese. I get it. He has no, <laughs> he can't go for it. I love it. No, I don't really. That was a joke. 
Good we'll stuff. never know. Yep. All right, we'll be back with Johnny Bull. All right, we're back, and we have none other than Johnny Bull from Double Skulls. Welcome to Both Down. Thanks for having me. Long-time listener, first-time caller. You actually listen to us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a fan of the fluff. You know this. This is true. You should know this. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome aboard, and we have a whole list of questions, and just... Uh, Answer them however you feel, and if you tell us to screw off, then we understand that too. So I guess we should say right off the bat that we're bringing him on to promote a certain thing that will get us more free stuff. So Right. He has a very large package. And <laughs> Not so, what I meant. And oh. it's, it's going in uh, many different countries as well. My package oh. is going on tour. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. He's. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but he is... Um, the man behind the J-Bone Industries Frogman team that's currently on Indiegogo. Right. But before we get into that, let's talk about some history of the man behind J-Bone. <laughs> the man, the myth. Johnny, the how'd you get into the game? When did you start playing Blood Bowl, man? Uh, I started playing Blood Bowl when I was, just when I was a little kid. Uh, second edition. Woo! Was, you're my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the Astro Granite pitch and... The, the second ed handbook that was always the thing that i would like like i said I'm, I'm big into the fluff so like the handbook was getting read much more than the rule book at that point <laughs> um yeah but I, I, in fact i can see my second ed box set from here in my little den of geek uh yeah so i i started playing that as a kid and played it with my dad and my brother and after a few years i tried moving on to 40k and didn't really get on with it like the rule sets changed uh, before I could even get an army painted up. And I was always more sort of into the sort of skirmish side stuff, like Necromunda, and that's why Blood Bowl suits me, because I just painted a 16-man team, get on with it, you know. Uh, and then finally, a few years ago, like when we, me and my friends were all in our 30s, uh, we started talking about Blood Bowl and how cool it was. And we all went back to our mum and dad's house, houses, separate houses, uh, and went into the attics and found all of our Blood Bowl teams and started a home league, and then from that we we had a bunch of players, and then we whittled it down to people who were, you know, wouldn't quit when they lost a game. Not <laughs> <Right>. douches. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we started a league in a pub, um, and that became the Derby Blood Bowl League, and then that all kicked off, and I started going to tournaments, and yeah, now I'm kind of a regular face at all the UK <laughs> tournaments, and I've been across to uh, the World Cup and the the. Um, Dungeon Bowl in Dusseldorf, and I'm planning on getting to the Chaos Cup later this year. Really? Getting to the, Euro, the Euro Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a jet setting. Nice. So yeah. uh, you talked about the old second edition handbooks and stuff. How, how uh, I don't know, I don't know the right words for this, but it was, uh, it was like almost looking at new naked chicks in <laughs> a dirty magazine. When you saw a new, uh, like, and did you know that you'd never read before? I just remember pouring over those and, you know, you, oh, yeah. you find one that your friends didn't read yet and you go, wow, look at this one. And I don't know. I just, that's just memories of what I have of Blood Bowl. Yeah, it may, but it makes me up because I've, I've been thumbing through it lately, kind of when I was coming up with ideas for the Frogman team and uh, just generally when I'm trying to come up with ideas for teams and themes and things like that, I'll thumb through those old old ones. And I've got a few, like, PDFs of my computer of, like, 
old excerpts from mag- like old white dwarf magazines and things like that that people have like just put on the internet and I've downloaded it and saved it. And um, the number of times I just find like a little corner of one of the pages which has got a bit of artwork and a little bit of fluff and I've never read it before. I just kind of thought, oh, I've completely forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And it just sparks an idea and it gives me, you know, something to something to go on when I'm like naming my teams or naming a specific player or coming up with a backstory for a player, you know. So do you have any particular teams or players from the fluff that you like or that you have a particular affinity to? Um, not not especially. To be honest, um, I, I mean, I've got a real love for the for a lot of the star players and uh, the, the certain star players, the, the Skaven star players, like uh, Glot, Smash Rip, Jr., uh, I like getting a lot of use out of him because I like the way that he... There was actually a, a, a senior who was a big fat rat and then you've got like the, the junior, which is like a more streamlined version of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I like stuff like that. But um, yeah, a lot of the time I just take little bits of ideas and then I kind of come up with my own team. And uh, like the, the latest one I've come up with um, is my dwarf team that I've been... Uh, I've, done, I've done a dwarf team for ages with the Pittsburgh Steelers colours because uh, that's who I support. Uh, and uh, they're called the Gitzberg Griefers because everyone hated that I played dwarves at the time. <laughs> so I called them. I wanted to call them the Griefers. Um, and, yeah, and there's like... Um, the, there's the two runners of the Ruthless Berger brothers. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but the, um, the Troll Slayers, I've done those as... Um, the, there's no Mohawks, no Orange Hair or any of that. They're um, the, Gitz, the Gitzberg team... What they do is instead of having troll slayers, because trolls went ex- the, the trolls went extinct in their area a few hundred years ago, they just have a huge drinking competition, and um, it, it ends in a tw- the last twenty two men standing have a full on pitch battle in the uh, in the blood, in the bull ball arena, and the last two men standing get to be the troll slayer positionals for that year. That's awesome. So uh, that yeah, then in like it's like weird little things like that I like i just like making up things like that and then it gives me a bit of um a connection with the team you know right. and then i'm much more likely to hold someone with a niggling injury and not let them go you know like it, it kind of builds into the uh the, the personality of the team and this is why you and scott are best friends <laughs> yeah steve noticed probably me smiling ear from ear as soon as you mentioned uh glart smash rip jr and then some of the star players from the past and just all this fluff built around your team. That That is really awesome because, yeah, you hold on to – there's certain players you don't want to cut because you're like, I, I don't – I'm connected to that guy. That dude has a family. Why do I want to cut him mid-season? I'm <laughs> yeah, going to let him finish it out, you know. <laughs> that's it. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine, John Homer, who I go to a lot of tournaments with. And we were saying, uh, for most people, there may as well be no injuries, no lasting injuries. There may as well just be miss next game badly hurt and dead because as soon as someone gets an edge bust or a strength bust or a niggling injury oh, or a oh. movement, they're gone that's yeah. it they're dead they Very just true. get caught and they're gone and it's like well i quite I, you know i can see the reason for it and i i do like being competitive but i'm, I'm more competitive when i go to tournaments when i'm in a league i want to role play it you know i want to build the team and then the, the number of times I've taken a team which has been battered in the start of a season and then I've got to either the playoffs or the finals or whatever because I've brought it back and I've rebuilt it and I've carried the injuries and just built the players in different ways. And it's, you know, it, it just seems like you, you, can, you can do it that way. You can just go, right, well, that guy's now on the line because he's edge boosted. 
uh, agibusted, sorry. Right. Um, so that guy's going to be like just stood taking hits. He's not going to be dodging. He's just going to be like fielding punches while this guy does that job. I mean, there's ways around it, but yeah, most people would just go, nah, cut, buy another one. And I, I just find that a bit, a little bit dull, you know? So it sounds like you would really benefit from the experience of doing random skills like we do. Yeah, well, I do like the idea of it. It's, uh, I think it's, it, it might be a little bit far for me. But, um, <laughs> well, then they get to develop on their own and develop more personalities. And you're like, I would never pick that. But now that he has it, it's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is I'd end up with like nerves of steel black hawks. <laughs> I wouldn't have any idea what to do with them. Oh, that would be bad. Well, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going through a dilemma right now. I have a, I have a, uh, a minotaur or a how, a minotaur is how the English say it. Uh, is that right? Yeah, I, I would say minotaur. Okay, minotaur. I, I'm pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's who, from the island of Minos, so it makes sense. Right. Um, who won the MVP in our league last year? Which is, you know, there's big hoops to get through that. Anyways, he won MVP, so he gets the fan favorite skill this season for free, and he got strength busted game one. <laughs> and the oh. natural thing to do on a a guy that big and that much cost on my chaos pack team is to cut him. But it's just like, I can't do that. That would be like if, you know, Shaquille O'Neal got a knee injury, but he's a legend. So you bring him back, you know, and I I told Steve, I was like, I just can't cut him. I know he's only four strength, but I'm going to have to keep him at least until the end of the season or hope somebody kills him. And he goes out, you know, with a laser glory. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of my, my, my uh, chaos pack team that I, had uh, in our, our last DBBL season, um, I, I, I got guard on him as a, as a first scale, my, my Minotaur. And then um, the next scale, uh, scale up, uh, I got an edge boost. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take it. And then I'm going to try. And the, the whole season is going to be about this, making this guy a Minotaur ball carrier and making it so, like, at least one game, I'm going to blitz into the end zone and, like, probably kill someone on the way of course, and take of that ball into the end zone with the minotaur and if he gets a double extra arm so he's <laughs> so he's, he's catching like accurate passes on a two and <laughs> i feel like um like uh stat increases are just nuffle's way of saying this is the blessing he should take and just go with this path even if it doesn't make sense because you never know you know yeah you had to take ag plus one on that that minotaur before you could maybe get the ag plus Again, you know, to have a... We had a friend in the league yeah. who decided not to take the AG+, plus, and then next time he rolled AG+, plus again. <laughs> he could have had a four agility Minotaur, but <laughs> nope. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. There were occasions where I'd have games where uh, I would have be backed into a corner, and I'd be like, what can, what can I do, what can I do? And I'd pass it to the Minotaur. He'd catch it on a three, and then he'd just be like, come at me. <laughs> Bring it. Uh, good stuff. It sounds like you play Blood Bowl the role playing way we do, so that's that's good. Is there any standout character, like characters of your team, players that you just love? For example, I have a in second edition. I played with the Dwarf Giants, you know, and I came up with this character who was a star running back for the Dwarves named Naylor Goldheart. And today, when I'm 42, that doesn't sound as cool as it did when I was 14, but. I'm still in love with that character, and I would be heartbroken <laughs> if I played with that character on even a tournament team, and he just died. Because in my my reality, would be like that player's dead. <laughs> you know, is there any players that you really care for and what they're like, or you just like their play style or anything like that? Uh, 
there is one that I think a lot of people in in uh, the Derby League would think that I would uh, want to save because I, I sculpted a gladiator team for my Chaos Pact and um, one of them, he's called uh, Fattius Big Huggus because uh, he he's kind of supposed to look like he's like stretching his arms out and looking really angry and he just looks like a fat fatter version of me trying to give someone a big hug so everyone in the league just called him fat johnny it's old johnny yeah uh because i because i'm already a little bit fat i i thought they were calling it fat johnny with the calling it old johnny and i was a little bit, a little bit hair but um there's there's one character on that team um because the the troll got killed in and i i got i was saving up for it saving up for it saving up for it and finally got the money to buy another troll and uh, my goblin got killed so what they did was they took the body of the goblin, cut the top of his head off while he was still warm, took the brain out and put it in the body of a troll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they named the troll Goblinus Transplanticus. <laughs> and so, I, so, so the, the, the next game, I got the troll, put him on the table. There's a big scrum in the middle. Um, the ball popped loose, bounced around and landed on my troll who caught it and then spent the next four turns stomping up the pitch and scored and then rolled the MVP at the end of the game. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I've got, I've got this troll on my, um, on my Chaos Pack team who thinks he's still a goblin. So, awesome. yeah, he's got a soft spot. I've, got, I've really got a soft spot for him. He's going to play with the Ripper and just be like, throw me! See, Come yeah. on! <laughs> this, is, this is why I tell people, man, the more you invest in your team the more memories and i mean if that was just a plain guy you wouldn't care you know Mm -hmm. or if you just gave him some stupid name it's you know i see that all the time especially now in this pod bowl stuff that (laughs) random team names but oh well whatever that's the thing because i i did have the gitsberg uh well it wasn't the gitsberg griefers because i'd already got the gitsberg griefers and you can't have two of them so they were the gitsberg gut busters but it was the same names as all my usual dwarf team um, but then I got convinced, you know what, do something more interesting and take, take the slant. Uh, and I've, I've really enjoyed it, but I've not had the chance to really flesh out the, the background or the names or anything. So I've got to get on that. Uh, I've got a bit of a bit of time over the weekend. So once I've done some dates to the campaign, uh, I think I'm going to go and uh, come up with some interesting frog characters <laughs> for the slant team. So have you played much slant? Uh, I played my first ever game with them. On Friday night in the pod bowl, <laughs> like not even on tabletop or tournament or anything. Tabletop fumble, nothing. The the, the very first and only game I played with them so far was uh, was was on fumble on Friday night, and I absolutely loved it. It was really good. It was really um, it, really interesting. I, I took loads of re rolls. I basically I took um, yes, you need those. <laughs> yeah, I, I took two two blitzes, two catches. All the rest linemen, and then I think four re-rolls to start, and it's it was so much fun. It was it was just I was just jumping around all over the place. Um, I had that annoying thing where I, um, you know, on 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 tabletop, if you make a mistake, you go, oh shit, hold on a minute, I haven't rolled any dice, it's fine. Right, you right. misclick something on fumble or on cyanide, and it's like that's it, you've <laughs> screwed it up, it's there. And um, I was having things where like I fi- I'd, I'd failed a load of. I don't think I'd made one leap, and then I finally made one, misclicked and clicked end move. So I'd made the leap into the middle of nowhere, and then just stood there. I was like, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a bit disappointing, but other than that, uh, yeah, it was a great... I think it ended. It was a one-all draw. They finally managed to uh, get um, the Necro werewolf running the ball in like 
pick it up with no uh, no uh, re-rolls. I had no re-rolls and was chasing after him, like leaping blitzers <laughs> on him and stuff. And it was it was proper Iron Man, no re-roll, three plus roll, Blood Bowl at the end of it. It was Jeez. a really good match. Awesome. So we we mentioned earlier that you are one of the co-hosts, or I don't know. Some people say you're the other guy. Some people say the main guy of Double it's Skulls. For who says I'm the other guy? Uh, <laughs> just Steve. So you can beat him up at, at Chaos Cup. No, I'm just stirring stuff up. <laughs> uh, I know we listen to your show, and if any of our listeners out there who don't listen to Double Skulls, you need to go catch them on iTunes. Um, why podcasting? What made you decide? Let's get out there and podcast. There's only you know, there's already eight shows. Let's do another one or whatever. <laughs> I don't think there was that many actually when you guys started. But now, when we started, there, there, there's there's a fair there's a fair amount, but um, we we thought there wasn't really one for people who were just beginning. You know, there were a lot for people who played a while, a lot of people who were in it already. But if someone was literally just going, "What is Blood Bowl about?" There wasn't th- that sort of that sort of base level sort of learning the game podcast and that's what we wanted to be because we were at that level where we would just i mean you listen to our early episodes and some of the mistakes we made and some of the stuff that we didn't know at that time uh it's quite it's actually quite funny but um yeah we we just wanted to be like we're gonna learn blood bowl so you if you want to listen and sort of listen to us learn and pick things up and we even now like when we do i mean we've been going for just over a year and we've i've been to a hell of a lot more tournaments now but um we we still do like what have you learned what could you change Ooh, you know what what have you found interesting and what did you find tough to come up against and we still we're, we're still very much learning the game so it's uh yeah that, that's kind of why we did it and um and it's it's i think it's still still valid <laughs> there's still a lot of people who were who were better than us and there's still a lot of people especially now with games workshop bringing back the game who are going to want to learn it and uh sort of want to know what it's all around about you know yeah that's going to be a huge thing coming up soon what are your thoughts on the overall relaunch i think it's amazing yeah um i i went to the, well i went to the uh games workshop warhammer world tournament that they did recently right um it, i say tournament it was more like an exhibition of the game because the, it wasn't really a tournament in the great in the, in the grander sense of things yeah, those, those rules were very just I mean, I like to do odd tournaments. Spiky Cup every year is really weird, but those were off kilter for even me. Yeah, but it wasn't about winning the game. I actually made more points from a 6-1 loss where I just ignored the ball than I did from a 2-0 win where I played properly. That just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, because I was, um, I was doing, you know, you, you got a point for every guy who got um, sent off. So at one point in in one of my last games, I dodged a troll slayer out to do a foul, hoping he would get sent off so I get one more point. <laughs> it's just yeah, just strange stuff like that. But um, it was really nice because there were so many new faces. Like I go to a lot of UK tournaments, and you see a lot of the same people. You know, you might go down to like the southwest, and you'll see a certain group, and you might go over to the northeast, and you see a certain group. Um, but here it was like people. I'd never seen and like people are saying my first game was on Thursday and wow. you might have to bear with me. And like, they were some of the most like fun games I've had in quite a while because you just sort of getting to know someone and sort of showing them the ropes and thinking, you know, that there's going to be so many more people enjoying our hobby soon. 
you know. And there's also all, all the products and things that are going to be coming out. Uh, I'm always up for buying more plastic and resin and filling my house with more stuff I'll probably never paint. So or making <laughs> us buy stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, yeah, I think it's all positive. And uh, we, we even, there were, there were a few of us sat down with uh, Andy Hoare, who's the guy who's running specialist games. We sat down and had, had lunch with him. And uh, we were just chatting away and asking him all sorts of questions about it. And um, it seems like he's got the right sort of attitude about it and really wants to get new new people into our hobby. And that, that for me is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For years, we've heard stuff about, you know, how, what, for the last five, six, ten years or so, so much, so much hate going towards Games Workshop about Blood Bowl, how they abandoned the game, this and that. It really seems like Andy and all, all those guys – are just doing a brilliant job of talking to the fans of Blood Bowl and giving the fans, you know, giving us a new edition, tweaking it just a little bit, but keeping it to the core and not, not and, disregarding us and listening. Listening, yeah, he, I guess that's the best way to say it. Those From, figures at the tournament that he's talking about, you know, they had those what was it five yeah. new figures? Yeah, well, six, six um, old figures, the, but yeah, classic star players, yeah. But they had new rules, new costs, and everything. Yeah. And in, like, the comment thread, who's getting a lot of mention about, oh, these guys are too cheap, they're too cheap, they shouldn't be doing that. And I, th- I think Andy came on there and he was just like, okay, you know what, we'll take that into consideration and we'll change it for later. I mean, they're saying all the right things. Absolutely. So, Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, that's one of the criticisms that was leveled at the, um, the Cyanide uh, game, is that they didn't listen enough to people and they didn't communicate with the community. Not at all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and and these it seems like GW at the minute are doing exactly the opposite. That you know you you put a message up on on Facebook and it gets seen by them, and they kind of go, okay, well yeah. you know they're not going to listen to everyone. You can't make everybody happy, but they've taken measured sort of approach to it and taken uh, things on board, and it's it's positive. Yeah, it just feels like GW went. You know what? Us, the big corporate entity, doesn't want to mess with this. You guys. You like this? Here. It's all yours. Do what you want. Yeah. And they're just backing off and letting them go at it, and it's in good hands. So, Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm most interested by the Death Zone book, I'll be honest, because they've got the, you know, there's a big box set and all that's going to be coming out. But, you know, there might be um, new star players or diff- kind of different uh, league rules that we can use. And there was talk of uh, teams of note, so, like, they might be releasing kits where you can turn a human team into the Reichland Reavers Ooh. or turn an Orc team into the Auckland Raiders. And that's the stuff that really flakes my boat, you know. Be uh, I, I, I'm much more excited about having a big, thick book full of, uh, f- full of fluff and strange new rules we might be able to slip into our leagues than I am about a box set with full of plastic, right. I'll be honest. But uh, I would be picking up both anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. I wonder if they'll have a uh, maybe a book about the Lustria Croakers. No. Oh, they, nobody that caught what? that. Nobody caught that. I, I'm trying to segue into the uh, the, frog. the Frogman team. Yeah. So you launched a campaign what eleven days ago? Was it? Was it, it, four, it run, runs for forty days? So it's been it's been up for just over two weeks. Over two weeks. Okay. Why don't yeah. you, uh, for people who don't know what that is or never even heard about it for the first time, if you want to explain to them Frogman. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I've created, uh, with, the, with the great help of Pedro Ramos, who is 
one of my all-time favourite Blood Bowl and fantasy football miniatures uh, sculptors. Um, I've created a, a Frogman fantasy football team, uh, and I up up front put a load of money in in order to get the miniatures made, and all the all the greens, all the masters are all finished for the main team. So you've got the the big croaker, big guy, and you've got four different catchers and seven different linemen. And one of the linemen is kind of in that second ed pointy pose, so you can use him as a throw if you wanted to use him for humans and things like that as well, because all the positionals, they, do, they can double up as other teams. Um, and so I, I created that, and in order to sort of recoup the money that I paid out for it and get the initial kickoff started in order to get the production going um i've did a indiegogo uh sort of kickstarter of crowdfunding campaign and i put it up uh the, the other friday and i had a goal of six thousand euros and it made that in 31 minutes which is and extremely impressive yeah it was, yeah it's uh it was really surprising i i, I literally thought i'm gonna put it on i'm gonna crack a beer open and I'm just going to put it to one side. And um, at 7 p.m., I told everyone weeks in advance when it was going to go up. Uh, and there was a issue with PayPal, which meant that when I pressed it up at 7 p.m. and pressed the launch campaign, everything went red and all sorts of buzzers started going off. And I had a mental breakdown. Right. And uh, everyone's messaging you going, where is it? Where is it? I want to give you my money. Where is it? My, my phone was exploding. My emails. I just had to turn my emails off because I was getting that many messages on Twitter and Facebook. And I know it was all, all, all you know, it wasn't people being genuinely angry or anything. No, they were kind of, you know, excited about it. But I, I literally, like, I literally had to put my, put, turn, my, turn my phone off. Uh, I put a few messages out saying it's going up in one hour. Fix the problem, just some stupid little setting in PayPal. Put it up at 8 p.m., refreshed it 10 minutes later, and it was 85% funded. And, yeah, funded within 31 minutes. And then 24 hours later, we'd unlocked two stretch goals. So it's just been – and it's, it's still going. It's, it's just shy at the moment of €17,000, which is the um, catcher star player. So we've already got the uh, buzzsaw star player, the two, two more unique um, blitzer sculpts. So every single blitzer's got an individual body sculpt, and we've got a separate head sprue so you can customise them. Uh, there's the uh, big line frog um, – star player there's the stabby star player there's the blitzer star player and now the now the catcher star player and if we get to 20,000 there's an eighth line frog and there is these are all stretch goals that are if you buy one of the full team sets you get those stretch goals for free you will get all the star players for free if you go with one of the team deals so um yeah people people have been really uh really going for it and it's, uh, it's yeah it's been absolutely fantastic the feedback i've got from people is amazing and uh yeah couldn't be happier with it yeah you uh launched it and you know i was keeping an eye on it because i was like well i want to get one of the early birds and i'm at work and it doesn't launch immediately and i'm like well i should probably message him and then i saw everybody else messaging you i was like i should probably leave him alone <laughs> and uh then once it launched for good i was like well, do I want to do an early bird? I'm like, like, I know Scott wants a team. I know one of the other league guys wants a team. 
And I'm pretty sure I could find two other people who want teams. So I was just like, I'm going to go ahead and get a five pack. Yeah, which is actually um, a really the, sort of the best value as well. Yeah, after I did that, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually cheaper than the other ways. <laughs> yeah, because, well, because it, it's kind of, it saves, saves me time and money at my end because I only have to send one big box out. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But um, yeah, it, it works out best for everyone because then you get a really good deal. Um, but the, yeah, they, there's been loads of those snapped up. Um, there's, there's leagues up up and down the UK who are all pitching in and buying them. So uh, I think at the NAFC next year, I'm definitely going to take my dwarves because there's going to be loads of frogs to kick the hell out of. <laughs> that seems counterintuitive. You should take your frogs. <laughs> no, this has all been a master plan all along. So, they're, they're all suckers. Oh, God, it doesn't make sense because I was going to ask Wait, you. Wait, going out to the internet, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it kind of is. Yeah. So. Um, I was going to say, like, if you've never played a slon team, what's the impetus for making a slon team? I mean... Granted, they're not Slon, but they're Frogmen, so they can be other teams as well. But it's Slon. So. Yeah, most most people would be playing them as Slon, right? Um, but I've always thought that they were quite underrepresented, and I always thought they had potential to be a really good-looking second-ed style team. You definitely so, uh, hit all the right buttons on that one. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I was just I was just kicking the idea around. I spoke to pedro about it because i thought you know i might look into it because essentially i was supposed to go to las vegas last year and it all ended up falling through and i'd put a load of money aside in order to go to las vegas and i thought you know what i'll gamble it on something else that's a great <laughs> way of thinking so, yeah so uh, i got this money that i'd put to one side it, you know I'd, I'd saved it up for something so i thought you know what i'm going to give a bit of something back to the sort of blood bowl community at large and try and do a cool project and it's turned into this huge thing that everyone's really got on board with and yeah loads of people are really excited about it and um i i did a a couple of perks where i would paint the team because i um i won the nafc best painted with my dwarf team this year um so i put a thing down saying i would do you know for a set set amount i would do two teams and they've both sold so i'm going to be painting up frogmen teams (laughs) i was uh, tempted yeah <laughs> so is there at any point i mean we've seen so many indiegogos or kickstarter blood bowl teams go up and they all to my knowledge most of them fund i think so what was there any nervousness about setting this thing up and knowing that it would make it or did you have full confidence that we're definitely gonna get this funded it just might be days from now i um i was quite nervous but the thing was i had that much Sort of, uh, exci- I could hear that much excitement in in everybody who talked to me about it that I had a, a feeling that it was going to go well. I was always getting, I was getting a lot of messages online on Talk Fantasy Football and on Facebook and Twitter and pe- the, all the ideas I'd sort of kicked because I got a few people I'd kind of feed them a little bit of concept art and say, "What do you reckon to that?" Because I got a few people that I really trust their opinion and they like the same sort of stuff that I like and. I kind of think, you know, if if they think it's off, then maybe I do have to change it. And uh, Yeah, and uh, I was just sort of getting little feelers from people, and it all seemed to be really positive. And so I had a feeling it was going to... I, 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 was, I was happy if it funded. That was, that was the goal. If it funds, I, I'm good. So then when I put it up and it was like 30 minutes, 
I was like, yep, yeah, okay, that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Everything else is just fun. But yeah, I, there was that little bit of nervousness, and I thought, well, if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't fund, then I've lost some money. But the thing is, I, I was I was fine with that. You know, I was like, you know what, I've made, I've gambled it, and I've always, I, you know, I, I like I like playing poker. But what, what, one thing is, when you when you gamble, if you put that money in, you've got to treat it as gone. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. I was just like, yep, that money's spent. If I make it back, fine. If I don't, then it's a, it's a learning experience. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all t- it's all turned out for the best. And I think, uh, I think yeah. a lot of that's because you know Pedro always does amazing work. Did you know mm. him beforehand, or were you just like us, where you see everything he does and just like I love all his stuff? That that was it. I, okay, I I bought quite a few teams over the years, and then found through like oh I really like this. This uh, Minotaur big guy, and it turned out he did it. I really like these goblins. Turns out he did it, and it just every, every single time I would really fall in love with a miniature, I would find out that he was the guy behind it. And so when uh, it came to the the idea of of doing it, it, he was the guy to go to. And I literally I just sent him an email, outlined it. We had a bit of a chat, and then uh, yeah, that was it. We just kicked off. That's great. I mean, that guy really does i don't know probably because i started playing during second edition that is always going to be my favorite era of blood bowl i love the current rule set but the art style that pete nifton gave us and everything else that's that's blood bowl to me and the what's great about this frogman team is it feels like it could be in that same era and same with his dwarf team that uh was he designed with the iron golems i i i know you supported that that Indiegogo and I supported that as well. I mean, his style fits right in. And I mean, I don't know what more to say about that, but it, it just breathes the Blood Bowl era that I used to love, but it's current. <laughs> I, I think what Scott's saying is, how do we get his art? I mean, <laughs> you just like rob his studio and send all of his art to us and we'll give you like a dollar. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, uh, I keep getting these uh, emails to my phone, um, and it'll just be him just sending me another little piece of artwork <laughs> that no one else has seen yet. And I get really excited whenever I open one of them up. And I'm, it's it's really strange the the ability he's got to just pluck the idea out of my head and put it onto a piece of paper. Um, but I think we do, like you say, like um, we kind of have that thing where we really like the second ed style and i think he's just like us he he likes the same sort of era and he's seen a lot of the same sort of artwork the same sort of miniatures and um there was, it was quite a funny thing uh, sorry you probably hear my dog shaking in the background he's just <laughs> come up to annoy me because uh because he's a dog because yeah because he's a dog and i'm trying to get something done so he knows that he uh, isn't the center of attention now he's coming up um so yeah he, he likes all that same sort of stuff and so i would like send him things and he would send me an email at the same time with exactly the same sort of like I would do a sketch and send it to him. He would do a sketch and send it to me and we'd essentially drawn what is in each other's heads and be like, well, this is absolutely ridiculous. Jeez, like dude. it would be just so absolutely like this is the guy for the project. This is ex- exactly what I want. And uh, yeah, I, he's, he's, he's been, uh, been absolutely great to work with. Uh, he's been very patient with me and my terrible drawing ability as well. <laughs> so we've reached success. Even if the Indiegogo ended today, 
we could easily say what what a huge success your frogman team has been it with the success you've reached even at, at this moment is there going to be any more teams created by jbone industries uh i do have an idea yeah um i've I've been coming up to so you know we're coming up towards the end of this one we've got still got miniatures to be to be made and things like that but I'm st- already starting to get ideas for another team um I, I am thinking about maybe doing these teams as like limited edition so maybe I'll do this one for this year or something and then maybe I'll do another one next year but I, to be honest I've got to kind of see what what goes on with um GW and stuff like that because I really don't want to step on any toes and start you know Getting, getting into trouble for making fantasy football miniatures. I can't but, imagine um, that happens yeah, because um, then a lot of people are going to be in trouble. So yeah, yeah. we haven't yeah. received a letter yet, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they've all been good, and uh, I, I, I just kept the frogman t- talk quiet while I was at GW headquarters <laughs> the other week. But yeah, I, I do have ideas. Um, I've, I've had, yeah, I've, I've, I've just got to. Um, See, see how the you know get the production for this sorted, and see if I want to put myself through it all again. <laughs> Any hints on what that future project could be? Um, or do you want to keep it to yourself? It's blood, bowl related. <laughs> blood Bowl related. Blood Bowl related. It's it's definitely Blood Bowl related, and um, it, yeah, it's um, it'll probably have a little bit of my sort of look to it. If you okay. It'd be quite, quite, a, quite a beardy team. Okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. That's all I'm saying. Steve, you got any more questions? No, I think we had a list and covered it pretty well. Yeah, we did. We we went through all our questions and more, so it's that's amazing. pretty awesome. We um, actually put time and effort into this. This is like one segment we worked on. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything you want to plug? Your podcast, your your Indiegogo. Any other projects you're working on, un, you know, not Blood Bowl related that you'd like to plug? I mean, we probably have a good 10, 12 listeners that might want be interested in that. <laughs> uh, well, um, later in the year, there's a, a tag team tournament going on in Derby. Um, and that is run by my friend Liam, who's been on the Double Scores podcast. Uh, I believe it's at the end of August, and I'm helping him write the rule set at the moment. So, if you want to keep an eye on, if you're in the, if anyone's in the sort of Derby, Nottingham area, um, or even further away, and wants to go to a tag team Blood Bowl tournament down in down in Derby at some point later in the year, then uh, keep an eye on fantasy fo- uh, the fantasy football forums because we will be announcing it soon, and we'll be doing like a Facebook page and all of that. But uh, yeah, if if you're interested in the uh, the j bone frogman team the the easiest way to find it is uh to just just if you just google j bone frogman then it, it takes you straight there or you can t- search for j bone industries on facebook and there's links to the shop um it's it's not it's not hard to find it's a very strange name and what day is that ending again uh you've got me there uh, I, just, I had this memorized i have this at uh, june 15th does right. that sound about right yeah, it's 20, 20 days from the date of this recording. Yeah, so but we don't. I don't know when it, exactly it's going out. So yeah, it's the fifteenth. So um, June fifteenth. Yeah. I'm guessing eight p.m. Yeah, it will England be eight time. p.m. I kicked it off at eight p.m. So it will be closing at eight p.m. that night, I believe. Awesome, that's great. Um, and then they also can, if they want to hear more from you about Blood Bowl, they can reach you over at Double Skulls. Yep. Yeah, uh, 
Double Scores podcast. If you search for us on iTunes uh, or the Libsyn um, website, or even just just Google Double Scores podcast, and you'll you'll find us. Um, we're all I'm always all over uh, Facebook trolling people on the fa- Blood Bowl community. That <laughs> <laughs> is what that's for, I think. Yeah, it's my uh, it's my it's my favourite pastime. It's fun. Just going on there and winding people up. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it whiles away the hours. You just keep posting issues of Play Elf. You need to tell Pete to get out to more games, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's um, he's just busy. He's got real life things that I don't have. So, <laughs> That's <laughs> called a life. Steve no. always tells me they're just kids. They won't care. Just drop them off somewhere and go to, go do Blood Bowl. Pretty much, yeah. So you can tell him the same thing. Shove, shove him in the bathroom. Slide a pizza under the door. <laughs> <laughs> He never listens to me. He never takes any of my parenting advice. I tell you what, if you think pizza can slide under a door, when you get to Chicago, you're going with us to Giordano's, <laughs> and you won't think that again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a plan. That I, sounds I, like, I, don't sounds know, like I don't know who you have plans with when you come to Chicago. Usually we show up a little bit early, and I don't know. We're somehow like the, the flagship, flagship podcast or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we usually take people out to eat and stuff like that, so... We'll definitely have to go out and get a We're slice. We're not paying. We're just taking you with us. That's yeah, yeah. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll take you out. And I usually get drunk once a year, so you might get <laughs> to encounter that too because I usually save that for cast cups. So. All right, good stuff. Yeah, I don't know um, what my plans are at the minute. I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to get out there, but um, I don't know who's going to be going with me if I'm going on my own or whatever. So I, I may need a, a tour guide. So I'll have to hit you up about that. <laughs> We're, I don't know how good of a tour guy we are, but we sure will know where to take you to eat. Yes, that's all that matters. <laughs> We're kind of the fat podcast. so uh... I don't know if you've heard us talk about Oberweiss, but uh, we will be going there. I can't remember you. I can't remember that, but it, it sounds like it'd be right up my alley. If there's anything to do with beer or food, then yeah. I'm in. Oh, it's a delicious ice cream parlor that you'll want to um, just bathe in all the ice cream. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, sold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. I've really enjoyed it. All right, take care. All right, cheers. Bye. See Thanks you, for bye. the support. All right, we're going to talk some Pod Bowl. Specifically about your team, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about Pod Bowl itself, too. Okay, I played my first game. It went horribly. Let's move on. Okay, well, before that, why don't you tell <laughs> people who... lost 4 nothing. Well, you're an idiot for losing 4 nothing. It's to Chance and his undead. Well... And he, it wasn't my fault. He's Fumble a, power, hates he's a me. power gamer. I couldn't do anything right. How can you not just hold on to the ball and just lose 2 nothing? Because I was trying to win. Okay. I, I just couldn't do anything. All right. For those who don't know what Pod Bowl is, this is a thing created by Peter Carter Kane over from... Uh, Double Skulls and Alex Trumpkin over at Anything But A One. This is their brainchild to bring all the podcasts or people who used to do podcasts or people who don't do podcasts this year. (laughs) You know who you are. Um, To participate in um, this is kind of like the Legends League of podcasts, future, past, and present. Um, So you can participate where there's a uh, side for the European guys or maybe right. it, maybe it's all England guys. I don't know. Is there anybody from anywhere else in Europe? Doesn't matter. No, I don't think so. Anyways, it's the European side and the American. They side. They didn't invite the German or the French podcast. 
They might have. We they don't might know have. That. I don't know. So um, I think they invited the Orca Cola cast guys. So that's true. Uh, so there's ten ten teams on the American side. Wait, what the, would uh, Tackle Zone have been? They would have been their own Death Island League. They'd almost have to be. They're like thirteen hours ahead of us. Speaking of the Death Island, known as Australia, Death Continent, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the article that uh, Jason Webster posted about a man who was peeing on the toilet and a python came out through the toilet? That was in India. Was that in India? Yeah. I thought that was Australia. No, I'm pretty sure it was India. But yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the- you don't want to read stuff about how stuff can come up through the toilets. You're like, you really, really don't. Right. I want to start pooping in a bag and just throw it away. We need to invent toilets that don't have that ability. <laughs> Because snakes, rats, and frogs, anything can just come up Dude, through the... You would have a heart attack if a frog came through your toilet. There's just, <laughs> just no words for it. There's no words. If I was taking a shit and I heard a croak, oh. <laughs> it, would, it would be bad. Okay. So anyways. I would learn to walk on my hands with my pants around my ankles still, just somehow running out the door. Yeah, so anyways, a boa constrictor or something came up through the toilet, bit this guy in the penis, and he wrestled with it for like 30 minutes to get it off. That's horrible. Uh, anyways. Um, Thanks for sharing. <laughs> uh, so there's 10 teams in from North America. There's eight teams over in the European side. Right, yeah. And we all took teams. In last episode, I even talked about how I randomized it, and I probably should have took the same I rolled, team. and you got... <laughs> North, North, just as much as I did. <clears throat> so Steve talked about his fluff. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. But it gave me birth to some revenge-soaked fluff. <laughs> that nobody will know, but that's why we have this. <laughs> I laughed when I heard it. So would you like to explain the origin of this character named Thorster? Uh... Thorster Braggison. Right. Right. Uh-huh. He was on the Campbell Claymores. He was my thrower. So I made the name Throster, and I made that he was kind of a show-off. So Throster Braggison, that's where that comes from. And he did pretty well. I mean, he leveled up. I don't remember what skills he got. He was a really good thrower. He was a really good thrower. Cut, but Steve got AG plus one. So after, hold on, when I won the championship... I painted all my guys' like shoes gold and gave them gold accoutrements rather than just like I, I made sure that it was known that they won, so they leveled up. So he has like gold shoes now and something else gold, I forget what. But yeah, um one of my uh I guess he's a berserker. Was I he? thought it was because Action Jackson got Action AG Jackson plus one. got AG plus one. So you said I don't need it. I thrower. guess he did get it first. Yeah. So Action Jackson <laughs> or Action Jackson, um, he was my my uh, basically running back, wide receiver type guy. He's a biz- he's a what are they called runners now? Yeah. He's a runner with four agility now, and he was just a badass. He was. Going up and down the field, he was getting all the touchdowns. And when he got that four agility, I was just letting him pick up the ball. I didn't need Throster anymore, so I cut Throster. Right. This and then was... I got another guy with four agility. And I was like, yeah, I really don't need to bring Throster back or anything. So my team, Fluff-wise, 
So it's essentially a Super Bowl quarterback winning quarterback just <laughs> right. getting cut. So you can think of Tom Brady after uh, the <laughs> Patriots win their first Super Bowl just getting cut. And, um, you know, the running back, you know, is just, well, I'll start running the ball from yeah. here on out. You know, Wes Welker just takes over. Kevin Falk. Wes Welker does not have a Super Bowl ring, my friend. Does he not? Mm-mm. He was part of the Patriots team. Okay, who's their tight end? Uh, Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski. So Gronkowski takes over. Sure, and he starts throwing the ball. We don't need Tom Brady anymore. Oh, he didn't throw the ball. He just took it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So uh, in, in the fluff of the story continues, dejected, Thorster decided to go back to what he was doing before Blood Bowl. He started just uh, you know carrying freight around to the old world, delivering goods, just going back on his boat. So I guess he had a gambling problem because he should have had he should have retired with a lot of money. He might have. I don't know. He just could be drugs. He wanted to keep busy. I mean, gold kind shoes of a jerk. aren't cheap. That's true. And so dejected, everything else. He just became he's. It was kind of a, a slap in the face to him, a, a pop in the mouth of life that maybe he's not as good as he thought he was. Mm-hmm. So he started kind of changing. He became more humble, but he was quiet. Kept kept to himself he started delivering goods to to various you know trades across the old world and into some of the new world well at one point they tried to get around it but a hurricane hit swept over his ship capsized him he woke up on this beach on the island of tabasco okay um none of his crewmen survived but he survived and so uh there he was he didn't know where he was. He was on this beach. He started, you know, doing what he could to survive. And there was a tribe there of women. And they, um, they they were unsure of him at first, not seeing a man for a while or not being, you know, they don't trust him. And But Thorster, they, they brought him in amongst the group. So um, these women of Tabasco, you know, made him one of their own. Okay. And there, there he fell in love with the chiefess. I guess that's the right word, Chiefess. Yeah, uh, Anastasia Sarsanova, and um, they fell in love, and then they, you know, he basically became kind of like the queen was number one, but the king was number two of this he was the tribe. First and um, some rival, you know, other Amazonians would sometimes come to the island to get this rare berry and stuff, and they'd fight over some goods. So he trained them to fight better. Than what they were accustomed to. So was this the Ashfall Scorchers who came over and beat their ass? No, I didn't add okay. that in there, but we could. Okay, just making sure. But he started to train them to fight and really defend themselves even more. I know you're isolated on this island, but you need to defend yourself right. if needed. And that, that went along really great. You know, his knowledge of what he did before and when he needed to fight. And he lived a great life. And then he started, you know, sailing to other little colonies in the area but when he went to the bigger cities, he discovered and heard word about Blood Bowl played over in Lustria. And then there was, you know, some, you know how people talk about stuff and they travel the old world in the new world with their teams. They heard about this jerk, Oxen Jackson, bragging and being, you know, being what he is. Mm-hmm. And this really kind of like took this humble guy but put this spark in him this dragon that he's never slain is the shadow he's always been in the shadow of Jackson. so he thought why not why not cash in all this stuff and these goods that we could sell and provide for 
I can train these women, and we can form our own Blood Bowl team. Okay. And we can go back to the new world, or the old world, and we can maybe maybe get a chance to kick this guy right in the teeth and show him that I should have always been the quarterback of this team. I'm Thorster. I'm the best. Thorster. Thorster. He should probably know his own name. Well, I know that, but I didn't create him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Thorster so bad. I know. It's Th- Before we even came on here, I was like, oh, crap. I put his name in wrong on Fumble. It's Thorster. <laughs> and then I was like, no, it is Thorster. <laughs> so he created his team, trained him up in the ways of Blood Bowl, even his queen Anastasia. So that's how they know Norse style instead of They know Amazon. Norse style instead of Amazon. So in, if you go to Pod Bowl, I changed all the pictures for all the positionals to Matt, they're, they look like savage women or okay. Amazonian women, but they're, they're trained in the way of the Norse. He's still Norse. He believes in that stuff. He believes in the old ways. And now he's going to show you, Jackson. And um, there you go. That's my team. And now, oh, and the beach he landed on was called Broca Beach. So uh, they're the Broca Beach Vipers. Okay. So that's my team. Nice. There's some yep. snakes on that island, obviously. The Viper. I would think so, yeah. Right. They're the Viper tribe, I guess. Okay. Maybe that's where I got that from. I didn't even have something for that, but anyways, I could be. I assumed you got it from G.I. Joe. What? Why would I get it from G.I. Joe? Cobra Beach. No, that has nothing to do with this. Okay. Why, why are you doing this, just, fool? Just, just checking. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so so Steve is actually correct. He, he just let... You just broke the fourth wall, dude. No, that's not breaking the fourth wall. Talking to the audience would be breaking the fourth wall. Oh. We have an audience? I guess technically we know this is a podcast. We know we have an audience, but so this is a fourth wall. I don't know what this is. So Steve is right. Actually, Broca Beach is a location. And if you read the G.I. Joe comics written by Larry Hama, Cobra does all these dumb industries where they just change the letters of the word Cobra into like Arbco. And then they have Arbco Industries. Mm-hmm. And this was a place where they settled in. And it was called Broca Beach, B-R-O-C-A, Beach. And I thought Vipers. And I've always actually wanted to do an Amazon team called the, the Broca Beach Vipers. So somewhere in Orange County, there's the OC Bar where all these hipsters go. And it's actually a Cobra place? Yes. Or Cobra just decides to go I think to Broca it. Beach was in um, New Jersey, actually. Okay. So they're all New Jersey people. It's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. And then, of course, all my, I luckily there was enough people who did the voices and played parts of the Baroness <laughs> <laughs> that I, I swiped names and converted names into everything else. So I have enough names with my 11. Beyond that, I'm going to have to really go into some other old G.I. Joe fluff and change some things around. All right. Um, just a... A few positionals here. Uh, my berserker is Florida Redbush. I kind of made that one up. <laughs> uh. She's got a bad attitude, dude. <laughs> I'm not making any comment on this. My Ulf runners are Big Delta De La Cobre and Terrible Tatiana Yukovich. Okay. Or something like that. It's some name I can barely pronounce. But anyways, they're over on Pod Bowl. So what was the first one? <laughs> Florida Redbush. No, the, the, sorry. First or foreigner? Uh, Big Delta. Okay. Anyway. De La Cobre. I wanted, a, I just wanted a big gal named Big Delta. Okay. And De La Cobre is like one of Baroness's, Baroness's 
Okay. Names, I gotcha. Which is really stupid, actually, in, in G.I. Joe fluff, but whatever. <laughs> I happen to have the same last name as Cobra, kind of, but it's yeah. Cobra. That's how it works. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes you're a man named Buddy Blank and you get to, you're a nothing in life and have a real name named Buddy Blank and you become the OMAC, the one man army corps. Right. And sometimes it's, it's it happens that way. Right. <sighs> so have so, you played your first game? Yes. My team is ready for revenge. They want skills. They're ready to pound action jocks in the face. They're ready to make sure that you don't win this thing. We play week three. I know. Okay. Um, so you're waiting on someone to play your week two, and then we can play. Right. Okay. So, uh, yes, I played week one. I played against Drew Bucciacone's team. I think they're called the Golgoth Gladiators. Or, I think so, yeah. Or Goliaths. Go- okay. Gorgoth Goliaths. Uh, it was a Chaos Dwarf team. Honestly, he should have beat me. Um, I had to do some crazy stuff in Fumble where I knew I rolled... A couple turns of bad things, rolling ones and twos. And was so I was bad. like, I'm going to just jump into this thing. I know I need a six. I think I needed a five or six. And I'll take the two dice uphill. And I did it. Knocked the ball out. The ball went up. The uh, ball went out of bounds. Went upfield. We tied 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. So I was happy with that. I didn't get any hardly. I got two casualties and the MVP. So... My team's going to take forever to get any skills. I'm playing goblins tonight, so Ooh. hopefully that will help. That's and good. Then I'll come back and go, I got destroyed by goblins tonight. <laughs> I, I just was hoping to get like one skill up somewhere. Yeah. The good news is, is I didn't take any injuries. Permanent long-term I, injuries. Well, that's not true. I did. I took an uh, injury on uh, Anastasia. She died, but I had to use my apothecary to save her, luckily. I was... I was hoping to just make enough money to get an apothecary. I didn't even do that. I bought the apothecary early, um, but I only got 40000 in my tie, so I can't even buy another line woman. So it's like, ugh. Well, I figure at this point, I don't know. I, I always get the apothecary like after I make the team because I figure I can get it in one. Well, didn't you take the nice troll? Yes. Okay, I chose yeah, not I to do that. No, if, if you don't do that, you can afford the apothecary, no problem. I want more rerolls right off, right off the bat, right in the apothecary, and because I was just I, too, just I was too scared I'd get my ice troll hurt right off the bat and then be mad. So. Oh, I'm sure, but if he dies, he dies. That's just how it works. Ugh, I can't wait to face you, which will be in about three or four weeks because <laughs> I pl- I play Naughty Wood next, and he still hasn't played his week one game. But he really, did have a tournament. We did have three weeks. Yeah. So we shouldn't be in a hurry. We're only in a hurry right now because we haven't been beaten about four times. Right. About week five in this league, we're not going to really want to no, play. No, we're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to play ever again. We're good. <laughs> I hate fumble. Just pass, 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 pass. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. So right now I think I'm going to go with the fluff of only using my apothecary with Thorster. Thorster. And Anastasia. But. Because nobody else is there to be sacrificed. I'll probably just make stuff up and rename those two positionals the same player. I can every, see that. Every time. Yeah. Like they've been reincarnated by the, the great viper in the sky. <laughs> Set. It, it can happen. No, he's not a Norse god. Not at all. <laughs> not, not even close. Hella. Yeah. Your team is hella good. Hella's awesome. So there you go. There's my fluff that I kind of uh, branched out from Steve's old 
Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. It's fluff. cool. I like it. Coming for you, buddy. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> Yay. Who you play around to? Uh, and shooting. shooting. Oh, that's right. You said the goblins. goblins. The yeah. goblin team. Cool. Well, maybe you will uh, get some skills. Hopefully. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. It's fumble. I don't hold any hope. All right. You got anything else? That's it for me. All right. We'll be back with some shout outs. All right. Well, it's time for shout outs. Shout outs. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Thanks. We're done. Johnny Bull for coming on the (laughs) podcast. What time's when's his Kickstarter ending again? June fifteenth. June fifteenth. Okay, I believe uh, not one thousand percent sure, but pretty sure it's uh, June fifteenth, so eight get, p.m. England time. So make sure that you have your bids or uh, pledges in before then. Most definitely, and and since we talked to him, uh, they've actually passed that goal. So we yeah, got the next uh, star player. I know, and the next one is the eighth lineman. I hope it gets at least to the eighth lineman. I'm yeah. not so greedy that I need a coach miniature and whatever other no, things were. No, those are just add-ons, too, so we have to pay extra. So, Oh, <laughs> that 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 scoundrel. I don't blame him. Add-ons. It's just going to cost him more to do those because he wasn't expecting it. I know. I bet I bet we get at least the one add-on then. By the time it's over? Uh, maybe, yeah. It's, so. it's doing really well. Like I said, in the, in the interview, they were awesome, so. Uh, shout out to Alberto Machado. Is that right? Yes, Alberto uh, Machado. We've been uh, talking about the Champions of Law, the Hero Pack team that I played back in um, Oklahoma Bowl, mm-hmm. I believe. And uh, just even today, we even talked about. Um, he was asking me about you know where I got my miniature for my Lucky Luke and stuff because the unicorn is pictured in. Yeah. Um, in my hero pack team. And I was like, that's not lucky Luke. That's a Reaper miniature. And I said, that's the mascot. And we went into all the fluff of the, uh, youth, youth. I can't even say the name. Ulthawin. Ulthawin United team, pro elf team that I have. And, uh, the unicorns, which is a throwback or an homage to the Everbold unicorns. Yeah. Anyways, we've been talking. It's nice to talk to people from around the world about fluff. And if anyone has a lucky Luke, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Feel free to let me know. Um, he he sent some very encouraging emails about how we inspire like his players and stuff like that. So we we appreciate that. You know, yeah. Just knowing that we do a, a swell job. The fun of the fluff is being passed along. Uh, who else do we want to give a shout out to? Is there anybody? I'm Everybody. sure there is. We're going to give a shout out to... Slipcast. They changed their format. Yeah, so, so uh, according to Johnny... And I listened to the episode. He said several times, they're not a Blood Bowl podcast. Take them out of anything that you have Blood Bowl related. So We have destroyed them. Is that what we're going to claim? We destroyed them? Sure. Okay. We'll take it. Well, now, now that you've killed one, now that you've made fun of him, he's going to now make fun of us. And he's going to use that voice that he uses where he goes, oh, so, uh, guys, so we, uh, so we, everybody likes both down. We're, we're both ginger and, mm-hmm. uh, we yeah. destroyed Zarkast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. fine. And then he's going to go, we, well, guys, we've been around before you and we still got a bunch of listeners more than you, blah, blah, blah. And then he's going to talk like G-Dub. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, we have that to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> that's close <laughs> yeah see i kind of want him to keep talking so we can still get plugs on his now gaming podcast i don't care either way they don't have to. they don't owe us a damn thing they don't no 
No, we kind of owe them some things. We might. But whatever. Anyways, they, yes, they have changed their format. So if you enjoy uh, various semantic games, uh, S was it S SRG SRG uh, the Super Show game, or if you have any games that you would like also them talk to test out, yeah. you know, feel free to send them. They'll do pod, you know reviews of your games, dude. I am sending them a copy of Boner Storm. Yes, that's going to be a great review segment to get a full review. On Slurpcast. That would be amazing. <laughs> wow. That's a great deal. And Johnny Extreme, if you made it this far, I recommend for just a simple $20 to go buy the game called The Grizzled. Very fun Grizzled game. is amazing. So I'm not a big game guy. I like The Grizzled. So there a you go. Lot. There's our help to you. So shout out to the creators of The Grizzled. <laughs> yes. And to Grizzly Adams. Why? Just because. It's similar. Hmm. I wonder if those shows hold up. And Western Sizzlin', because it's kind of the same. Nobody in, in the world knows Western Sizzlin', and unless Twizzlers. you live in Oklahoma. Shout out to Twizzlers. Twizzlers are terrible. Yeah, they are. How about Zazzle? Shout out to Matt Vanderby, who okay. won a copy of Boner Storm uh, this last weekend. Oh, yeah. At, was it the Brujas Bash mm-hmm. up in Canada? Um, does Grant run that? Yes. Uh, run by our very own Spoon. Um of all the people to win a Boner Storm copy, Matt Vanderbee would be... He's just going to prob- dominate now. Pro- I don't think he would really enjoy it. I don't know. He's going to be the number one Boner Storm player. He could. He he wins a lot of games. He does. He's an attractive man. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> see, uh, see shout- that, that probably bugs him, too. He's like, oh, gosh. Now, next time Scott hugs me and grabs my butt at Chaos Cup, it's I'll know that weird. he knows I'm attracted, <laughs> attractive. Yeah, it's going to be weird now. Because it's never weird before. Right. What's weird is when I feel his growth and he, and he hugs back. Well, his, you know, his mid area. Oh, okay. See, we were very it's clean. Not his butt. We were very clean until this. We had to kind of stretch out this. Uh, I, I cussed shout a couple outs. times already. I know. You're awful. Yeah, I know. Um, shout out to Three Die Brawl, Three Die Block. We'll be going there this coming weekend. So hopefully we'll see some of you there. Sounds great. And if any of you are there, then let us win. I, I am all down for people saying, I just let them win. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally no, for wouldn't. that. Um, I, maybe if I'm taking vampires. No. You got too much gamer in you. <laughs> if someone would just give you a win, he didn't have to play. Oh, no. We play, but they just do dumb things. Oh, okay. That is different. Because the way I look at that is, is that they just submitted to my dominance. Like, they're like, I can't win, so I'm going to just throw one die blocks until I fall down. Makes sense. Um, I don't think I need any more miniatures either. Is there anybody, anything we need that we can trade with with people at 3 Die Brawl? I need some... a Lucky Luke. <laughs> I need the unreleased trolls. Jeez. I need the few things that only Jervis has. I need, like, a kicker from the Skaven team, I think. You need a Skaven kicker? Yeah, one of them. Oh, gosh. I have to have everything. Well. You don't have to have everything. I don't have to. It's nice. (laughs) It's nice having things. It's all I have now. (laughs) What do you do with it? You see what I do with it. I see you go through them about once every two weeks. You pull it all out. You look at it. You update your list. Let's just be updated. You think about trading some stuff. You think about selling stuff, and then you put it back up. I sold some stuff on eBay. 
Is that not what you I do every couple I weeks? I think I screwed up and didn't list them to ship around the world. Because I didn't go for much. And then I started looking and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think these were ever listed for worldwide shipping. So hmm. I think I screwed that. It's been a while since you eBayed stuff. It has been. I got my um, Dieter Hammerlash and I got my Withergrass Double Jewel from you. Yeah. Um, and so I'm pretty happy about that. And hopefully I got some other miniatures coming in over the boat. And I don't know if I need anything for... My Vader Black, Blackhearts anymore now. I would I hope not. You got like 45 figures on that team. I still need another Minotaur and then I'm done. Another second Ed Minotaur. Minotaur. Like sp- specific ones like uh, Hammer bla- Hammer Belt? No, the one. Blast, no, the second edition ones. Whatever those are. Yeah, like Hammer. The one that holds his fist up in the yeah. air? Yeah. Maybe him. I need him. Okay, right, so Hammer Blast, Finger Blast. Finger Blast. That's what his name now. Hammer Blast. Hammer Belt, Finger Blast. Okay, fine. I need hammer belt finger blast. It's my favorite Minotaur. <laughs> and what else? What was the other thing I needed? I can't remember. You just threw me off. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll have stuff there. Fine. Not much. But we want to bring our swag. Yeah, we got coins and some dice and stuff. Some prime dice for all those people that collect prime dice. Sure. There's not much left, actually. Surprisingly, that we sold any. But I'm yeah. not bringing Boner Storm unless you request a copy of Boner Storm. So you have to listen to this podcast and get a hold of me before the end of Thursday. God, I don't even know when this is going to go up. Um, it's going to go up probably Thursday. Uh, <laughs> probably late Thursday. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up and we will. Well, hey, do we have uh, the pirate one before this or after this or? Um, we're going to have to talk to our producer, Steve, okay. and find out when he gets those done. Okay. We'll figure it out. So, so most likely, this will go up, then Pirate Bowl, which okay. means we said everything wrong in the segments about Pirate Bowl. Okay. But whatever. Yeah. We have that to look forward to. Dude, we killed Zerpcast. They're going to be like praising us and wanting more. And then we'll have a new episode next month when <laughs> hopefully we've killed 3 Die Block. Is that is that our next target? Like, we could literally kill them. Right now, we could claim we've killed uh, Pitch Invasion, Orca Cola Cast. Tackle Zone? Tackle Zone. Why not? Tackle Why not? Zone. Yeah. Zlurp Cast Tactics. Zlurp Cast. Uh, Ziggy Llama Show. Yeah. And because we don't mean this in any bad way, it's just we don't understand German or French. We've killed those two as well. Sure. In the Americans. In the If they in would the speak English. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow, we are dominant. We're going to block. You're next. And horrible, then, horrible people. As long as, you know, then we could go Skulls and Wounds. We could go after them. Yeah. I guess we could. They probably don't even know we exist. I think they kind of do, but not much. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Nobody See, does. So I guess we just mentioned every podcast. So then we have to go to England and start killing people there. Hmm. Oh, uh, NAFCast. Oh, yeah. We killed NAFCast, too. Man, we are awesome. Is that? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, if you have a podcast you'd like us to kill, let us know. Otherwise, we're out. Both down. Destroyers of podcasts. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com.
Or for more information, you can visit them at BothDown.com or on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash BothDown. And the grand prize winner, the Hypnotoad. All glory to the Hypnotoad.